Hi there, and welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Peltier. And I'm Ben Chait. In today's show, Hong Kong's Fringe Club. It's in one of the city's most interesting historical buildings. But not only has it recently given that building a new look, it's also discovered more about its history in the process. And we have two indie musicians from Vancouver who've been making music together since 2006, but suddenly found what some people call overnight success. They are Japandroids. We also feature a Russian artist who combines new technologies and modern elements with ideas that may have come from classical art and mythology. She's Olga Tobrilutz. First, though, at Artistry, until the coming Friday on the 8th of February, is the first solo Hong Kong exhibition of Beijing-based artist Song Dong. It's co-presented by Asia Art Archive and the West Kowloon Cultural District's Mobile M+, and it's called Song Dong 36 Calendars. Hong 我們希望這件事可以一直發揚光大觀眾都可以是藝術家即是每一件事都可以是藝術家而不是一個人都可以是藝術家而是每一個人都可以是藝術家而不是一個人都可以是藝術家而不是一個人都可以是藝術家而不是一個人都可以是藝術家而不是一
，因为本命年呢，因为原来都觉得哎，就是老想赶紧赶紧长大，赶紧长大。到了第一个本命年，就说十二年已经完成了。呃，对我来讲，三十六，我三十六岁的时候，其实是我人生特别大的一个转折。那一年我有了孩子，但是我失去了父亲。然后还有呢，就是呃，从七八年到了这个。二零一三年，就是三十六年，所以正好也是这个一个恰巧的一个数字，三轮。Song Dong was born in Beijing in 1966. His family had once been prosperous, but his father Song Shiping was caught up in a cultural revolution and sent to a re-education camp. He was raised by his mother. Zhao Xiangyuan, whose own grandfather had also been accused by the communists of being a spy in 1953, he had been jailed, which had led to her side of the family slipping into poverty. Song Dong himself graduated from Beijing Normal University in 1989, but stopped painting after the suppression of the Tiananmen Square protests, turning to more avant-garde forms of art. His relationship with his family has long been a recurring theme. 对我非常爱我的家庭，而且我也喜欢家庭这个概念。其实也可能跟我的这个童年的成长，我的父母给了我一个非常好的童年，我觉得我很感谢他们，跟这个有关。我我认为是这样，就是我我的家庭呢，嗯。出身呃，从我小的时候，嗯，好像那个时候非常重视出身。我觉得我的出身不是红五类家庭，所以呢，肯定是要遭受很多的白眼啊，就是说看看看不起你。In 1997, Song created a video installation touching my father. He says he had few memories of touching his father as a child. For the art piece, he initially wanted to touch him physically. As his father was uncomfortable with that, he needed to project an image of his palm to show his respect and love. In 2002, five years after the piece was completed, Song's father died. His mother had a difficult time coping with it. She began to take her long habit of hoarding items to extremes. In the hope of improving the quality of her life. Song decided to create a large-scale installation out of the more than 10,000 items she had kept in the home. That was his piece "Waste Not," which debuted in 2005 at the Beijing Tokyo Art Projects in Beijing. Father 走了以后，实际上对家庭的那个打击，嗯，极其沉重。嗯，尤其是对我妈妈，基本上就是在家里头就是哭，然后把很多的东西，然后都摆满整个家。然后我就问他为什么要这么满，要把屋子？他说用这个满呢，可以弥补你爸爸走了以后的空。他可以从这些物件当中可以看到很多记忆。Song Dong's mother died in 2008. In 2011, Wei's not became part of the Dad and Mom Don't Worry About Us We Are All Well commemorative exhibition, dedicated by Song Dong to his parents. Detailing his daily life against the backdrop of historical events, 36 Calendars continues to examine the relationship between the personal and the political, the individual and the state, and will run until February 8th. After which, it will be online at the Asia Art Archive's website. 
The AP Contemporary Gallery is currently showing the work of an artist who takes classical themes from art and mythology and gives them a new twist. Born in Leningrad, Russia in 1970, Olga Tobrelutz graduated in computer graphics in Berlin, after which she introduced computer art into her work, even abandoning painting completely for a while. Today, she uses new technologies, painting, and modern pictorial elements to merge the modern world with ideas that seem to have come from far back in the past. The exhibition is on until February the 20th. We'll be back after the break. See you then. Welcome back. Most art lovers in Hong Kong know the Hong Kong Fringe Club. Its mission includes helping upcoming artists, promoting Hong Kong art abroad, and conserving and invigorating Hong Kong's cultural heritage. But its contemporary art space is located in a Grade 1 heritage building that was formerly a code storage depot. As that's a listed building, any renovation has to be done carefully and according to strict guidelines. But the Fringe has taken on a new look and discovered more history in the process. The Dairy Farm Company established its depot and cold storage warehouse in Central in 1892 so that customers in the Central District wouldn't have to wait so long for fresh milk to come from its Potfulham farm. In 1904, the company began importing frozen meat and opened its first retail store here. In 1913, the building went through the first of several expansions. By 1916, it contained a butchery, a pie-making section, and a delicatessen. It was Dairy Farm's headquarters until the 1970s. From 1982, the Foreign Correspondence Club occupied the North Block. Two years later, the Fringe Club leased the South Block. The Fringe Club made changes to the building more than ten times over the next two decades. The project of converting the old building into the Hong Kong Fringe Club was a winner of the 2001 Hong Kong Heritage Awards. But it's the most recent renovations, begun two years ago, that brought new insight into its history. 因為現在那個裝修令我們就不想將這個地方太大改動
佢嗰個嘅一啲嘅歷史啊，亦都第二次世界大戰嘅時候，佢都都經歷過一啲即係所謂黑暗啲嘅嚇。咁到到我哋誒入嚟嘅時候係誒、呃、已經棄置咗即係將近十年咁、那個地方咧係即係相當誒、呃、破爛嘅。Almost immediately as the renovations began, workers discovered intriguing new historical evidence just five foot below ground. 啱啱誒聖誕前，我哋誒掘地咧，就掘咗呢個誒拱門同埋樓梯出嚟。呢個係二零一一年，咁個樓梯咧，我哋而家估計咧就係即係可能係誒以前舊亞公司個冰窖嗰個樓梯嚟嘅。咁個冰窖係咩咧？誒，因為亞公司最初開嘅時候咧，就誒唔係自己做冰嘅。咁嗰陣時嗰啲冰咧就喺誒第度運嚟，咁啊嚟到香港咧就而家置地嗰個位咧就有一個碼頭叫 Paddle Wharf， 咁喺 Paddle Wharf 嗰度咧將啲冰就放咗喺一個 Ice House 嗰度，誒咁然後咧就我哋估計嚇就一部分嘅冰咧就經雲鹹街咧就誒人手咁樣啊拖送到誒我哋個雲鹹街嗰個地牢嗰度，而家大家見到咧誒有啲白色嗰啲瓷磚咧。就係、是、當時佢哋誒為咗即係容易打理啊，同埋誒唔怕濕啊。As the old dairy farm depot is listed as a Grade One historical building, any renovation has to be relatively minor. Structural changes cannot be major ones. The most prominent changes that regular visitors will notice are on the ground floor. 誒舊時個劇院咧誒會係。開翻曬啲窗啦，因為嗰個隔聲嘅問題同埋透光咧，我哋就諗到一個辦法，就係將佢做翻一個好似一啲 cabaret theatre 咁。咁呢度咧。誒原本就係我哋以前嗰個誒 French Gallery 個位，亦都有個酒吧喺度。咁我哋嗰啲 live music 咧就喺呢度發生。咁而家我哋希望係做多咗一個嘅誒表演嘅地方出嚟。咁需要咩咧？就係需要即係誒高嘅樓底啦。而家我哋見到呢個地方咧，我哋叫佢做係一個 free space 嘅。What used to be the main entrance on the ground level? Is now a dedicated exhibition space. Most of the renovation works will be completed by May this year. Equipped with three theatres, a multi-purpose venue, and an exhibition space, the Fringe is hoping to enrich its programming through the upgraded facilities. While playing in Hong Kong recently, Brian King of rock duo Japan Droids said they had expected an audience of maybe four people, but they got 100 times as many. There may be only two members in the group, but they can sound like a whole lot more. King is accompanied by drummer David Prowse, and after a long period of making music as an indie band, they almost gave up. But fate took a hand, and they suddenly made many music critics' lists.
Five years ago, rock duo Japan Droids were working day jobs and organizing their own gigs around Vancouver. In a tough environment for live music, they took a do-it-yourself approach, arranging their own venues, renting their own PA equipment, making and handing out their own flyers and posters. Friends helped out. By 2008, feeling things were getting nowhere, they had decided to split. But that changed. In 2009, a record company on Familiar Records signed them and released their self-produced debut album, Post Nothing. The band took off. Suddenly, Japan droids were getting praise from influential music writers in such places as Rolling Stone magazine and the Pitchfork Media website. But they still have the DIY ethic. Well, we still do as much of that as we can. It's not like just because we've become more successful and we tour a lot that we don't do a lot of that stuff. We still do as much of it as you can do. So we're still really hands-on with all of that kind of stuff. Um, as much as you can be, anyway. I don't know of any band that's at the same level that we are that's as hands-on with every single thing related to the band as we are. For any band, albums and music videos increase exposure. But for Japandroids, it's in front of an audience that the music is most alive. On the 23rd of January, they were facing that audience at Grappers in Hong Kong as part of an Asian tour with their second album, Celebration Rock. I think from time to time you get tired. And, and you know, touring's, touring is really exciting and it's what we enjoy most about being in a band, you know? I think playing live and, and getting to tour is what, why we're in this band, you know? It's the big reason why. So, you know, from time to time you, you get worn down because it is, you know, physically demanding, the tour. But, I mean, you go home for a couple weeks and you're ready to go back on the road again. So this is why we do this. When you tour as much as we do and you play as many shows, not every single show can always be the most fun you've ever had. You know, it's just not possible. So when you have a lot of fun, that's a really good show. When the audience is really enthusiastic and really into the, to the, to the, to the songs and to the show, that's a really good show. I think it just, you know, there's a certain atmosphere that you just, you can't create unless you have that dynamic and that kind of relationship with your audience where you're kind of in that moment together, you know. For the second album, Celebration Rock, they were given the chance to use a better equipped studio and a producer, but they were keen to stick with what they knew, feeling they'd already improved and gained experience playing more than 200 shows in more than 20 countries to promote the first album. Their tactic paid off. Celebration Rock also won wide praise. Now, considering their third album, they think they might take a different approach. I think you'd have to change something. I don't know what, but something. Because I think that when we made our first record, we felt that we could make a better record than that without changing anything. But I don't know if we can make a better record than Celebration Rock without changing something. So, I don't know. I don't know if we pushed, I think, the sound of the band at that time in that place as far as we could possibly take it. And I don't know if you went back to the same studio and, and tried to do the same thing as you did on the first record and the second record, if you could make something better 
than Celebration Rock without changing anything else. The band took much of 2011 off from touring to concentrate on writing material for Celebration Rock. For the third album, they may do the same. They may be more at home in a live environment, but they do feel there comes a time when an injection of new material is vital. The only thing I really miss about the studio is having new songs to play. Yeah. So, after a while, when two are playing the same songs over and over, you start to be nice to have new songs, and you often have to take it for us. You need to take a break from touring and go home to, in order for that to happen. So when you tour as much as we do, that's a really hard thing to do. So I do miss that. Yeah. 